fandom? Well, I'm glad you asked. Fandom is your obsession with TV, movies, comics, and books. Fandom is debating whether or not Goku or Superman would win in a fight. Clearly, it's Batman. Fandom is about liking things. Join us weekly on Fandom as we talk about all of that and more. Subscribe at fandompodcast.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back into the Fortress of Comic-Tude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. And I am Kylie. This is a top five episode. It's a list we do <laughs> like once a month. It's a show we do once a month, not a list we do. It's a show we do with a list once a month <laughs> where we take five things and we rank them in an order from one to five. But uh, before five we... To one? Or sure. Whatever. <laughs> Either or. It's Wonderful. Friday. Okay. Um, but before we get into that, just wanted to quick shout out. Um, as of the day we recorded this podcast, news this morning that uh, passing a legendary comic book writer, Denny O'Neill, at the age of 81. I didn't realize he was that old. He looked, he looked good for yeah, 81, he's, even he's towards bad. the end. Yeah. Um, he's creator of one of my uh, characters on my list, okay. actually. Uh, Aaron, I don't know how familiar you are with Denny O'Neill or how much of a fan. I know Kylie is. I don't know if... I don't remember. Again, I don't remember names. Give me sure. comic book. Batman. Did a lot of Batman. A lot of Batman. Uh, hard traveling heroes. That's the thing I always think of. Um, I probably read Green Batman. Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Yeah, it's hard traveling. Bat- Batman, <laughs> Venom. <laughs> yeah, obviously. He did that awesome Venom Batman story, the addiction story, where Batman got like addicted to that drug. Oh, yeah. And shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Passed away before his time. I, it, it, it made me feel really bad because I remember one of the last interviews that I ever saw of him. I don't know if it was like, the last one he ever did, but one of the last videos I saw of him in an interview, he was talking about how bummed he was going to the Iron Man premiere that they didn't credit him because he created Obadiah Stane oh. and that they didn't even credit wow. him or, or he like, he's like, not only like, it'd be one thing obviously to get like paid for it in some way, but like, you don't expect that. Right. It's like, it's Marvel. It's their character. But like, yeah, he's like, did not even get a, a shout out or a credit or anything. Well, that's like, that's that is a bummer. So Daniel Neal. Way to go Marvel. Yeah. yeah. You will be missed. I mean, him and Neil Adams are like one of those just like legendary teams, right? Those those two just go together like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Oh. I never met uh, Denny, but Neil is a little, uh, he's a little full of himself. Neil Adams <laughs> is one of those people that seems like everybody's got a bad story. Uh, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say bad story. So. He just, he, I don't know. He just. I've met him twice. He is wonderful to me both times. You, he definitely loves being neil adams if that makes sense like he loves he's well aware of who he is mm-hmm. and he loves being that guy that you know who he is it, so like you can tell his head's a little big but like he was he was very nice to me both times i met him but denny o'neill seemed like a very sweethearted old man and yeah. <laughs> everything i had seen of him so um but this is a top five episode we're gonna rank our top five underrated or untapped potential comic book characters the uh, the the basic premise of of this list was kind of like who are five characters that you've always kind of liked the idea of but you never felt like you either saw them enough or no one had ever really done anything with them like this is a cool idea why don't this character show up more how come no one's ever done anything with this and heroes and villains are both uh, obviously acceptable here I did quite a few villains on my list because I feel like villains were easier to come to for me but uh, uh, was this like 
Mine's a mix. Okay. So, I mean, I got, I got both, but I feel like villains about, were easier for me. I was As I was going through, I think when you said underrated, mm-hmm. I took it that I could say underrated as in some characters were unappreciated or should have stood out more to the reading audience. Fine by me. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'll then I just made shit She's a, a big... Uh, Inhumans fan, and I was like, as far as I'm concerned, you, if you love Black Bolt, you can put Black Bolt. On oh, the list. Black Bolt's a great. Yeah, Black Bolt's a great. Why don't you pick. just read off my <laughs> list, Kai? Oh, okay. oh, is that is that on your list? No, uh-huh. is Lockjaw on the list? <laughs> That's all people. I need to know. Okay, so basically, my list is eclectic. Then, so like it's basically the five Inhumans. I bet Lockjaw's <laughs> on somebody's list. Lockjaw's a great character. Um, Mary, I don't do you know want? Who that is. Well, that's because he's, he's a big doggy. Wow, Mary, he's a, a big dog. He's big a very doggy. large dog. Okay, like not like lo- not like large. Like oh, that person has a big dog. Like large he's as big. in like unnaturally yeah. large. Like human. Size. Like like he's not quite Clifford size, but he's, <laughs> he's like he's bigger than Clifford. He's, big. mm-hmm. he's not quite as big as Clifford. He's like a halfway. He's huge. Ew. He's At about a mid Clifford. Mary, do you want to start us off? What's your number five? And number now, five. when you put these in order, they're not like from special to no. They're okay. not. They're not in any order. Thank they were the first five. Uh, minor rank. Technically yeah, six, fine. but if one does not count without the other, I feel like so. I, I like put to, it. I'm telling you, that's on my list. I don't know. So this Unless is my it's some thing. Manga shit you're thinking no, of. Okay. is I appreciate having Mary next to me in these things because mine are in no particular order, so I don't feel guilty about That's fine. anything. The guys, what was the podcast we were going to do? Responsible men. There you go. <laughs> we're going to be the responsible men here. Two responsible men. <laughs> <laughs> that actually put them in an order. Yeah. yeah. I feel that's, like that's, it's that's, just I that... think that's the easiest part. Once I get the list down, I can go... Sometimes I switch it around, but I'm like, okay, that's definitely five. That's four. Yeah, responsible men, my ass. No, right? Yeah. All right, sorry. Mary, what's your number one? You're number, number five. five. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, from what we understand, it doesn't matter. It's true. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, first one that I wrote down was Red Tornado. Okay. Red Tornado, why? Um, because so in the Young His Justice. Lower half is a tornado. No. <laughs> in Young yeah. Justice, I was like, oh, yeah. he was great. I knew nothing about Red Tornado until Young Justice. I was like, this is really cool. Why don't I see it? Or read about anything else about Red Tornado. That's why. That's my favorite version of Red Tornado was when he's kind of the mentor to the I, kind of a chaperone to the I, to the younger characters. I in have Young to Justice. admit, it's probably one of the first times I heard about Red Tornado, and I it's kind of weird. It's not that he had patience per se, but mm-hmm. it's like he had this unfathomable he was like their Alfred. Yeah, I always looked at him <laughs> as he was like their vision. Uh, yeah. He's very similar to Very similar. That. And maybe that's the reason he you don't see him laugh. as much is because like, they're like, well, he's just the vision, you know. But in Red Tornado, he was first created to defeat the Justice League, right? I believe so, yeah. I yeah. Think so. I think that would be really cool to like see like somebody write a new story about I'll that. Fight like, you with my I will defeat you with my tornado feet. Yeah. With my tornado <laughs> feet. <laughs> I enjoyed how he was written in Young Justice and I if they continued that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would really like. I think that's a good choice. Well done. Thank He's, you. Uh, 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 emotionless robot character is a good foil for a group of teenage characters. You know what I mean? Like that that just, it made sense. It mm-hmm. made sense to put this guy in charge of watching. Are you taking... diminishing her pick? No. Okay, I'm saying just it's, it's, I'm I'm just just a great choice. <laughs> I just like that. He was like, he was trying and I just wanted to mess with him. 
Aaron, what's your number five? Or whatever number yeah, Kylie, it may be. what is my number five? Wow, black with bolt. that attitude, I think it's in this black bolt. Okay, it is. <laughs> so I pulled up Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so Black Bolt has actually been around for quite some time. So it is a- Black Bolt then. Yes. Okay. So She never she never confirmed. It's Black Bolt. Black oh, Bolt. He's cool. an inhuman. And that's Jay Lee. That's so beautiful. when oh, I yeah. first started Whatever. comics, uh, I started uh, mostly art. You started comics? I know. I started she reading started comics. <laughs> and one of the things was uh, very eclectic was, of course, I am also how I buy my wine. Pretty covers. Ooh, this is a pretty cover. Ooh, this is a pretty cover. You learned really quick in comics that a pretty cover doesn't actually equate to... Aaron buys comics like I buy cereal. Yes! <laughs> ooh, ooh, this is... This one has... Um, this is pretty pebbles. And I have to admit... <laughs> How many colors are on the box? <laughs> Jay Lee's art was what got me hooked onto this comic. And it was done in... If I could find my... My thing. Uh, it was a Jay Lee story. It's beautiful. And it was written by... Shoot, I probably didn't have it. What I really liked about it was it was purposely dark. Jay Lee is a very dark artist, so whatever you're going to take from him, it's going to be great. But it was just the way that the whole purpose of Black Bull is that he can't talk. He can't speak. And only his wife can actually interpret his thoughts because she can read his mind. But it was this dynamic of the character, and the story was so well done. And everything was going so wrong for these characters. I have yet to see the Inhumans. They did a couple versions of these comics because this one actually landed home, if I remember correctly. He had a solo popular. series not too long ago. Kylie, that's not going anymore, though, is it? Uh, Black Bolt? Yeah. Right, that was. And he, then they did, like, the Death of the Inhuman shortly. Yeah. After. Oh, yeah. Donnie Cates did that. Yeah. 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 So, but, that, uh, but it, it was a, one of Marvel's better books for a while, that Black Bolt. Series. I think you need. Yeah, it didn't last very long. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I heard good see, things. Though. Yeah. I think that's the thing about this character and about these is that maybe it was this particular storyline that hit home for me, or maybe it was a storyline plus the art, but it was the first time you really see that kind of more vertigo side of. Maybe it was the first time I saw the more Vertigo side of Marvel. This Inhuman story, this particular one, is still available on Amazon, and I would highly advise anybody to read it. It was phenomenal. Well, Black Bolt has one of my fa- one of my favorite comic moments is uh, World War Hulk when Hulk's coming back to Earth to kick the Illuminati's ass, and he lands on the moon, and that's where the that's where the Inhumans have their base. Yeah. So he lands on the moon. Black Bolt knows shits up, so he goes out to take your Hulk. And Black Bolt literally just screams at him, which would destroy a city. And you just see the Hulk just scoot like an oh, inch shit. or two. And you're like, oh, Black Bolt's fucked. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he did. <laughs> he did. But yeah, it was just one of those really well-written things. And I wish, uh, you know, if they do continue, don't do the television series poorly or, you know, anything. Yeah, that's too bad. I still have, like, I haven't watched it, so I can't. I can't. Um, anything. I, I haven't either, to be honest. So I guess to be fair, I can't judge. And the guy who was... plays Black Bolt in the TV series is one of my favorite Star Trek captains now. Oh, so really? I really want to go back and watch it. So he has nothing a guy else, at least crush. for him. Huh? Yeah. All right, Kylie. What's your number five? Number Kylie? five. <laughs> um, the character of Anarchy, created by Alan Grant and Norm Bryfogle. 
And do you, are you familiar with this character at all? In the I know Alan universe? Grant is from Dress Book. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. really? Anarchy. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Isn't that the Doctor Alan Doctor Alan Grant? Oh, is that his name? <laughs> it's been a, it's been a like the it's main character from Jurassic Park. I'm terrible with names. Oh, cut it down. His first appearance was in Detective Comics 608, but mm-hmm. he had he had a couple little mini series. Um, and Bry Fogle, well. He basically, you know, the name of the character Anarchy, he was trying to take down the government, just yeah. trying to take down society. But with just uh, his name. But you, you find out, purpose. and it's this it's this guy wears a big cape and a cowl and a gold mask. When they unmask him, you find out he's a he's a kid. And he's got like these little kind of stilts on his shoulder to make him look taller and the masks up here, and it's just a kid that's doing all this stuff. Oh. Um and then Bryfogel, his big idea was he wanted to write a story where you find out that he is the Joker's son. He's, mm. you know. And Grant's like. Is this a villain? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. It's anarchy. It's, no, yeah, it's neither anarchy. good or yeah, bad. He's like a, yeah, he's <laughs> he's on that line. Um, and Alan Grant's like, I don't, I don't know if DC's going to go for this. If, if mm-hmm. It's like, but we can tell them we want to do this story. And later, later on, we'll come up with a reason why that's it's not true. Mm-hmm. And then they wrote the story saying that, hey, this is the Joker's kid. And then they never went anywhere with it because the series was canceled. Oh, shit. So they couldn't come and retcon it later. Oh. And then the character just kind of got swept aside to the point where when he popped up in No Man's Land, mm-hmm. Batman mm-hmm. literally found him and told him to leave Gotham. And it's like, dude, you need all the help you can get. Why are you sending this guy away? Yeah. And that's that because they didn't know what to do with this character. Yeah. Just like somebody just get rid of him. Yeah. And I think what I liked about that character was that when he was unmasked, after you're reading this whole story and it's a kid mm-hmm. and I was a kid at the time reading this. I'm like, this is amazing. I, 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 I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. My number five is a character that's not quite as underrated as some of the other ones that are going to be on my list. That's why I, the, the highest I could put him would be five because this character has had solo series in the past. But I think in the grand scope of, of kind of the mythos of the where we're going to be dealing with, he is underrated. And that's uh, my favorite Green Lantern, who is Kyle Rayner. Mm-hmm. Um, I like and, me some Kyle, and again, like he's, he's probably my favorite. Actually, he's yeah. had long sustained runs, and you know, Ron Mars did a ton with with Kyle in the nineties and stuff. But I think for most people, Green Lantern is either John Stewart because they watched the Justice League John animated Stewart. series, or <laughs> Hal Jordan because they read. It. I mean, and Kyle is in the Jeff John stuff, but I mean, he's not. <laughs> He's kind of comes and goes. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's not he has as an awesome prominent. moment in Sinestro Corps War where he gets infected by Parallax and shit. That that shit was pretty cool. But uh, Kyle Rayner, I think what I liked about Kyle is he was the artist. He's an artist, and also just like the the way that Ron Mars set him up in in the early comics when he was first coming out, it was like he's the torchbearer. He was all that was left after like how Jordan goes crazy and destroys the core and kills the Guardians and everything, whatever. Ganthet's the only guardian left and they choose this one guy like you are the only Green Lantern left before like Jeff Johns brought the whole core back mm-hmm. and like the way they develop him later on like he's Ion he's you know he's the <laughs> the basically the the essence of will and then they did a really amazing series. I'll, I'll beat up the New 52 quite a bit, but they did an amazing series in New 52 called Green Lantern New Guardians. New Guardians. Which, yeah. was, good. which was basically Kyle's solo series. It was mm. He was the star of the book. And um, it was very... <laughs> it was very Avatar The Last Airbender in the sense of like, 
it was Kyle's quest to becoming the White Lantern where he had to individually learn how to use the other the rings. rings yeah. He had to like go um, and train with Atrocitus to learn how to use the red ring and shit. And when he, finally, I, I, I remember really liking that series. It's so it good. good. When, when I he, thought I would like the Red Lantern series. Like one issue into that, I'm like. Okay, this is gonna be one and done for me. Oh, really? <laughs> but New Guardians was Mary. Was Mary read that one for a I, while. I read. Yes, I read. When it. Kyle earns that White Lantern <laughs> ring, it you it feels so deserved though, because like you watched him go through all the trials to get it, and like again, just individually had to learn each each color, you know, on its own, and like they contradict each other so much. Like, how do you be willful and rage and like hmm. you know learn compassion, learn love, but also have to learn fear and everything? Like it, it was so good. I love Kyle Rayner. I think he's incredibly underrated. I would love to see like he's underrated because they anytime they have a Green Lantern in like any media, it's always going to be Hal or John yeah. Stewart. Like there, there's never going to be like a direct to DVD DC movie where like we're going to use Kyle Rayner in a Justice League movie this time. Like it's always going to be John Stewart or Hal Jordan every single time. And it's like God damn it. Um, Even Guy Gardner one time. Give me Guy yeah, Gardner I, one time. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, on a side note, since I stopped reading with the Jeff Johns because mm-hmm. it was perfect. The he ending, ended the it ending perfect. Is perfect. Yep. His I whole agree. run was perfect. Um, is are the different colors? Is that still a thing in the universe? In the Grant Morrison stuff, is Mo- that a Morrison's thing? not doing much with that right now? But up before Morrison, they definitely were. Uh, the The run during Rebirth, the Robert Vendetti Green Lantern Corps book, was really really good. Oh, okay. And I like that because Hal Jordan was definitely the main character of it. But all of the lanterns were in every issue a lot. Like nice. and like they'd have like a, like this is kind of a Kyle so story an, and this is a this is a Guy Gardner story. Like yeah, even though it was like Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, it kind of shifted around. But okay. yeah, I think Kyle Rayner still has the coolest Green Lantern costume out of them all. Even though it it is very dated in nineties, I love the look of it. And then even if you like to modernize it, his White Lantern costume is incredible. So yeah, Green Lantern Kyle Rayner, like like I said, he's an artist too. So his constructs his, his, are always a yeah, little his more. His constructs are more detailed. I yeah. think where someone's like, here's a fi- here's a big green fist where he's like designing something like a machine that's gonna do some crazy. Plus, stuff. they also did a cool like Jeff Johns did a whole uh, like love story with him and Sara Ignatu, who's Sinestro's daughter. So that was always kind of interesting to play with. Yeah. Anyways, Kyle Rayner is my number five. Mary, who's your number four? Okay, number my number four. Uh, uh, my, my number. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> 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 Give me the scariest. Take much to throw Mary off of her game. Does it? <laughs> does it? My number four is my tie. It's Hawkman and Hawk Girl. Okay, wasn't well even, played. Wasn't, wasn't even, even close. Of that. Nope. Okay. Nope. Oh fuck them! No, that's not... <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's... Uh, Hawk Girl looks pretty good. Uh, done by our in the statues that we have. What was the artist? Doesn't matter. Dotson, Terry Dotson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, anything looks good done by Terry Dotson. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you're right. They are underrated because even I, I just are. know a little bit about and them. And I think it's because, like, because they do have, like, this really complicated history of, like, their they always dying and They're always being, dying and uh, doing stuff. Or, like, well, it depends. But, like, like yeah, so, yeah. but didn't <laughs> Jeff Johns, he wrote just a Hawkman story? Jeff Johns did a solo Hawkman. And I heard that run. was good, right? Oh, yeah. He so, cut his but teeth it was just Hawkman. So it needs, but I feel like you need they need to be both because they are connected. And I, I want Sometimes. to see more things. <laughs> I, I want the version of them being connected. I, I with them dying. I like their that. history is so convoluted because sometimes like they're just aliens from a planet, you know. And it's <laughs> like okay, and like they, they just they come from a planet of hawk people. Other times they're like 
these Egyptian gods that are like reincarnated yeah. in every yeah. single life. And it's like, it, yeah, it, I like the Egyptian. Nobody gods knows one. what the hawk people are doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like the Egyptian god ones. Yeah, because um, then you can tie him in with Doctor Fate. Yeah. I, I like the idea of because yeah, there's the like uh, uh, Carter Hall and Kesh, and Kendra Hall, Hawkman, Hawkwoman. But there's also the uh, the one that they use in in Justice League cartoon. Uh, I can't remember what her name is. But anyways, it, Carter Hall and Kendra Hall are like the the, the reincarnated version ones, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's it's weird. No one knows what's going on with the Hawk people anymore. And yep. it, it's, are they really out right now? It, it's just that they're it's just so convoluted. Their history is so convoluted that people have retconned, and no one knows what's canon. For I mean, them. there's a there's still a Hawkman series going. Yeah, on. Robert Vendetti was yeah, has yeah. been writing it, and mm. I, I've from what I've heard, I haven't read the book, but from what I've heard, he's done a pretty good job of kind of melding the two. It's still going, so that's saying something oh, for a because that that that's. That's like when they're like, hey, we're doing a cyborg series. Like, okay, that's going to be eight issues probably <laughs> before yeah. it's done. Like that's that's when they announce, hey, we're doing a Hawkman series. Okay, how long is that going to last? Gotcha. So exactly. the fact that this has been going longer than you would expect it to be must be a good sign. Shaira, that's the other one. Shaira is the other is the one that they used in uh, the Justice League cartoon, not Kendra Hall. But yep. I think you're right. They're pretty... I Maybe like their this... Yeah. And they have maces. They and they have wings. Yeah, it's Wingspan. Awesome. Wingspan. Yeah. Yes. Th- Thanagar is the planet they're from. And say it again. Thanagar. Is yeah. that so. correctly pronounced? No, I think That's the way they say it in the Justice League cartoon. That's the way they say it in the cartoon, God. Yeah, there's that. Yep. Aaron, so, you're number four. Number four, I like to point out again, I think my take on this choice was... As an underrated, as I, I'm more gravitating towards people don't realize the importance or excitement of these characters because these people have their own comics, but I think they're underrated. So my pick is Solomon Kane. Have you guys heard of Solomon Kane? No. See, that's why it's fucking underrated. And I don't know what it is about like Solomon Kane. This is the description. It was published by Robert E. Howard, who also did Conan. Okay. So it is describes him as a tall, somber, gloomy man of pale skin, gaunt face, and cold eyes, all of it shadowed by a slouch hat. The guy is a 16th, early 17th century Puritan who basically wanders the world with no apparent goal other than vanquish evil. So the cool thing about this character is he just kicks ass and he just does yeah. it with. And this is again, as you can tell, Ooh, I like Cassidy. That. It is oh, one of the sense. artworks, <laughs> and this particular issue, which was, it's called Man in Black. Uh, he, this series is a six-part series that was done, I believe, by Dark Horse. Dark Horse did a lot. It, I, if I had to guess, I would say Marvel might have the rights, because they got all that Conan stuff back. Oh, did they? But I don't know. So this series, on. it was six-part. It was phenomenal. And again, maybe it's that lack of... You have Marvel and you have DC where they have these huge, like, convoluted, like Hawk, Hawkman and Hawk Girl, where you guys are describing it. And it's like, well, we don't know this. This guy is just a Puritan who fights evil, right? And he has stories. And you don't have to... It 
it's just simple as that. Yet the stories are complex. The the emotions that they give you, uh, who he may run into or not, and maybe that's why I think it's so underrated. Is you don't need much to enjoy these stories. I think people bypass it because well, sixteenth, seventeenth Puritan doesn't necessarily make it. If you have a chance, they did make a movie off of this. It's on oh, Netflix. Really? Check, oh, it, check really? it out. Live action movie. What's the movie, movie it's, called? It's Solomon Kane. Oh, really? Oh, it's I've never even heard of it. Definitely it. check it out. It's, it's it is a lot oh. of fun. Um, I wish I could remember the actor's name. He's on Altered Carbon. He used to be. He was going to be the guy who played Wolverine. No. You're thinking of Doe Gray Scott. And that's oh, never mind. I'm going to take that back. Anyways, it is worthwhile. And I think Solomon Kane. James Cain's, Purifoy, I think, might be his name. Okay, yeah. People like this, Jonah Hex, uh, Conan's, those books. I put, I rank, in my opinion, I rank Solomon Kane up there with with Hellboy for me. Like reading yeah. those stories, they're just mm-hmm. a good standalone story. There's more to it all, but you can just pick up a thing and read it and just. It's get worthwhile. It. There's something real valuable about stories like that. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that you have someone who faces a problem. S O L O M O N. There you go, baby. He was Anyways, not born on a Monday, though. He was actually that. that Solomon does, Kane born in the rain? Solomon oh. Grundy. <laughs> it's it's first published in Weird Tales with his August 1928. Ooh. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was a beautiful book, and it may draw you guys in, so you should try it. That's a perfect one we for this We have the DVD. We can lend it to you if you can't okay. find it. Well, if you said it's on Netflix, I can find it. Oh, <laughs> well, she was just looking for it. I, it's probably... I was literally talking to someone a few months ago in the store, and we were talking about it. And I, oh, I, I like said, it. you need How to see this movie. movie. Probably early 2000s. Okay. Yeah, so no, it kicked ass. I mean, for being a comic book movie, I mean, it's not really hard to take it was well done. It was, it was released, I think, theatrically overseas. But when it yes, came here, right. it just went straight to DVD. Oh, sadly. really? Oh, okay. Hmm. We have the DVD if you'd like to watch. But if you guys have a chance, Solomon Key. Okay. Kylie, you're number four. My number four is the only Marvel character on my list, which is So is my number weird. four. It is The Sentry. Oh, oh I was actually going to write that down. Um, created by Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee. The Sentry. <clears throat> First appearance was in Sentry number one. Um, what I really liked about this character was they wanted to bring in a character. A, they wanted to create a new character, but a character that had been around since like the fantastic four days. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, what if we create this character, but he's been around mm-hmm. from, from the beginning of the Marvel universe. But then, you know, how, how does that work? And the story they created was amazing because basically you find out he mm-hmm. has, he's split personalities. Yeah. So he yeah. is his own villain, which is the void. And he's basically um, Superman, right? Oh yeah, no. If you if you go to Wikipedia and look up his list of abilities, it's ridiculous. Okay, like yeah. he is he is like a god. Uh, Jeff Lemire, I think, just was writing him not too long ago. I yeah, they they yeah. He, they just brought him back a little bit ago. So. But uh, but yeah, I, I liked the fact that like Bendis the, and the, did some cool shit. With and him. the only person that can remember him when he goes around trying to figure figure things out because he's starting to remember mm-hmm. the only um, person that remembers him is the Hulk. And he oh, calls yeah. him like the shiny gold man or something like oh, that. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, you find out because because he is so powerful and he's also, you know, the evil is inside mm-hmm. of him. You know, they've erased his mind, everyone else's mind to forget this person. And uh, yeah, I think Bendis did the run where was it the raft? 
the um, new Avengers, right? I think so. And he he yeah. he takes Carnage out in Carnage, space and rips him in half. That's the thing and, I always oh, think yeah. of is yeah, when I think of centuries and fucking <laughs> that, Bendis, him and Carnage. And I really back when Bendis I've, was good. I forgot about that Jay Lee did yeah. a lot of that and yeah, that it was it was it was seeing something so powerful but that dichotomy of something breaking it down equally as powerful that was really impressive but you're right there's not a lot of well i i thought and i, I i'm him. sure there's people out there who disagree i liked how they could retcon something like that like this character has mm. been around from the beginning mm-hmm and here's the explanation for that. I, I like the explanation. He's a character that a lot of comic fans are familiar or they're at least aware of, but probably haven't read much of him. So he's a good good pick for this for a list like this. Because yeah, it's like you, I, I mean, I don't. My knowledge of him is very very small. It's like I know who he is. I can tell you what he looks like and stuff. I've seen him around in things, but not to, you know the costume. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I've just always been told he's Marvel Superman. He's the closest thing they have to Superman, basically. But isn't that what you would consider like? Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. I think Marvel. Hyperion in, is kind of like a Superman version in the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. as well. Uh, my number four is also my only Marvel character to make the list. The Punisher? No. <laughs> yeah, very very <laughs> underrated. Wolverine. It's Wolverine, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. He never shows up in anything. <laughs> um, some might not consider this character underrated, especially because he just had his first live action appearance last year in a movie. But um, Spider-Man? Not Spider-Man, but in a Spider-Man movie. Uh, Myster- Mysterio. <laughs> Um, Mysterio is oh, my number four. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. I and the the reason I make it, he's getting on my list is just because I don't think most writers have taken him to a place where he could go. Yeah. And the the two storylines that come to my mind are Guardian Devil mm-hmm. that Kevin Smith wrote, where he yeah. basically is kind of the mastermind behind the whole thing, and Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, yes. And <laughs> where you, you you see like that fuck, this is what this dude thing. is capable of, and we see it even he in takes that, out the fucking X Men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, not even him. Like he convinces Wolverine well, exactly. to kill the X-Men. But I mean, he's he is the mastermind behind. Yeah, it. Like, that's and even amazing. even the great scene that we got in Far From Home with all the oh my God, you know yeah. illusions and stuff like that. It's like God, Mysterio is such an untapped potential character because it's like it's right there. No one's just taking it to the full extent yet of like it's it's what um, he could actually do. He could fuck everything. Oh yeah, it's it's when we were when I was helping Aaron with this list, I I brought up Shazam. I was like, I, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, he could go on the list. Yeah, he probably like Jeff yeah. John's little backup stuff in Justice League was amazing. And then they announced he's going to be in, I think it was Justice League United. Was that the book? Shazam? I don't um, Or Unlimited. I think it was United. Just like, and he he was just a background character yeah. because that person didn't know what the hell to do with this character. Yeah. Like a fight would happen, you'd see him in the back fighting somebody. Like, yeah. come on. It's because his character like Shazam's been around since the 40s and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know what to do with this guy. He's, yeah, uh, but, you know, if you're a writer, mm. you know. And like I say, Mysterio, a couple people have taken advantage of the fact like this motherfucker can affect the way you see things and the way you perceive things. There's a lot of stuff you could do with that. Mm. And I don't feel like a lot of people have taken the full advantage of the power set that he has. So... That and it's a great look too. Is is campy in sixties as it is the fishbowl and stuff. It's a great look. It's oh, yeah. very striking. Yes. I love the green and purple costume. I they pulled it off really well in the movie. Um, that that version of Mysterio was very different from you know. It's smart the way they connected him back to Tony Stark for oh, yeah. that 
for that universe, but he's very different from the Quentin Beck that we know in the in the comics and stuff, which is fine. But uh, he's a character I think a writer could have a lot of fun with if someone wanted to really sit down like, okay, I want him to be the centric villain of this big long story and actually put the time in to make it happen because there's there's something there. It's like the Riddler, like uh, the Riddler's Scott, another good one. Scott too. Snyder when he did that uh, year zero, zero year, holy yeah. shit. Like, I, I haven't seen anyone use the Riddler like that. I'm like, he fucking took Gotham and again, he, He's a character a lot of people are familiar with. Everybody knows who the fucking Riddler is, but it's like, but yeah, yeah, but like, dude, you could make him so much more than he is. Like, you've only scratched the surface yeah. of what that character yeah. could be. So, yeah. I'm kind of surprised about the Riddler. You're correct. They can make him really... I think that's the characters, though, with... Um, I think that's what happens with villains. You can either make them so silly and out of this world or if you have the right writer and the right team they can become sinister even in that kind of realm. I think that's why I liked Bendis in his heyday he would just because he was he was reading this stuff as a kid he knew all yeah. these characters like hey you know this guy that no one talks about he has such He's potential like, yeah. yeah, bring this C-level character up and do this with him that's that's shit Jeff Johns would do too yeah, in exactly. his, early, his early days at DC yeah. and he was very much like that you know, oh, yeah. he was just a big fanboy and... oh yeah Mary what's mm-hmm. your number three Number three. Number three. I'm switching it out for something that I just barely thought of. Uh, (laughs) Are you calling an audible right now? Well (laughs) played. Yeah, I just recreated my list. Uh, Booster Gold. Awesome. Nice. Damn it. I wish I would have thought of that. I love Booster Gold. (laughs) I just just thought of him. You did not (laughs) think of it. Booster Gold's a great character, yeah. Why? Um, I feel like People haven't done it a lot of with him. He's a, he's a lot of like he's like a, a like a background character. He does he like fills in some things like like because he's from the future, so he knows some things that are gonna happen. Um, people kind of write him off as just like oh he's just this cocky guy, but I feel like somebody could really take him further. I, I like his backstory that he's just kind of. A loser. He's a loser, and That's, he steals that Legion ring and travels yeah. back. In yeah, time he's a loser to, now. He seems like a. But he's still guy, yeah. when he when he gets back, he like get the sponsorships and stuff. You're like, yeah. okay, yeah. I see you're trying to be good, but you're still being a douche about yeah. it. Yeah, you know? he likes the attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, there, there, there's something very relatable about like, oh, he's he's really kind of just a loser dude that really is in way over his head oh, majority yeah. of the time. And then when you get like his relationship with Ted Cord and you get like the whole blue and gold mm-hmm. thing going on with him and Blue Beetle, it's like, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's oh, one. Yeah. Booster Gold's a great character. Yep. Uh, another one, it, it's dated as hell, but it's a great design. Like I, I yeah. still think that design for him is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. He's I like Skeets. His is it Skeets? Skeets, yeah. 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 He's one of the few times that I like that thing that was really popular during the 90s of like the sock on your head, like the thing that Gambit has, you know, where it's like the oh, top's yeah, cut yeah, off. Yeah. It's like the full face. <laughs> needs your hair to breathe, thing. man. Yeah, like Booster <laughs> Gold's one of the few times I think that actually looks really cool. And maybe yeah. it's because and he's, he's got from, the sports goggles. Yeah, maybe because he's from the future. Like it, it just works for him. But like usually that sock design, yeah. they, they tried that on everybody in the 90s. <laughs> all like, the, all the X-Men. <laughs> Thor even had one at one time. Yeah, yeah. It was terrible. So yeah, Booster Gold. Nice. Aaron, you're number um, three. My number three. Um, it's actually one that I have to admit I've never been a big fan. And again, covers uh, She-Hulk. Oh. Oh. 
And that run is was awesome. Awesome. Shit. So when I first she it was, was one I considered for this list. She she almost she made She Hulk mine. was one of those interesting individuals where you just I don't know. It's kind of like those moments where you're like, oh, they made a female version of a male character that was really popular. They do this all the time. They kind of dumb down the women. At you first know, glance, hey. huh? That's yeah, very much it. Yeah. was really. So when this series came out with the excellent art covers, what I really like when they do excellent art covers and the writing was, was, is who, just. Was it Horn? Greg Horn doing all those covers? Yes. And Dan Slaw, the original creative oh, team, yeah, Dan, Dan Slaw and Juan Babilio. Did you read any of that stuff when she oh, was yeah. the lawyer? Yeah. Oh. I mean, even just that a few was... weeks ago, we talked about John Byrne. I mean, John Byrne did a ton of stuff. Yeah. Was she, was she a single female lawyer? Single female lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And she has like Daredevil and everything. But. What I really liked about this Having is... Having lots of sex. It, <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoyed Looking the fact McNeil. that it broke a little bit. For me, who's a little, uh, I guess, maybe not. When I was reading comics, I didn't care if women had big boobs or not or whatever the fact. But I didn't feel like it was a cliche. That's a lie. Well, <laughs> women did. didn't care about that? Everybody likes the big boobs, don't they? Well, no, I mean, I didn't care that they either A, drew big boobs or didn't draw big boobs. It wasn't like, it's comic books. But what I'm saying is... It's like, no medium boobs. <laughs> there are. There is either flat-chested chicks or non-flat. There's no, like, good middle ground. So there's no B or C cups. There's just A's no. or D's. Exactly. In comics, and yes. But, but it's kind of true. It's true. In animes as well. Uh, so I did Animes like, are like F's and G's. <laughs> They're just strange. Just draw real boobs. <laughs> and a shout out for our next read, Terry Moore, who is coming up as one of my picks. He actually mm -hmm. wrote, his one of my favorite art books is How to Draw a Woman. And he actually does an honest to God like art it. book about it. It's pretty cool. Back to the hand, back to the item at hand is She-Hulk. It was the first time I actually appreciated the character for what it was. And that is pretty cool to say because I don't think it was that she was just a female with green. Mm -hmm. She actually was came out more. And I think she could do a lot more if given the chance. Yeah. And there is a beer. Would you <laughs> like Tyler to pump out the beer? Accepts? What was it? Which one? <sighs> it's the... Uh, <laughs> Dangero Farmhouse? I don't know. <laughs> it's farmhouse. It's the is it the two row? Yeah, yeah two row brewing. Yeah, yeah, get it right, Kelly. Let's talk about ketos. For number three. That's true. Keto. <laughs> number three. My number three. Number three. My number three. Stephanie Brown. Oh shit! Who's Great that? pick. AKA spoiler. AKA Robin. AKA oh, Batgirl. Oh, okay. She was the Clue Master's daughter. Robin for like two <laughs> well, issues. Well, obviously the clue map. Oh, she was only Robin, yeah. Created I by Chuck Dixon. Her. It was a, a great fun. look too. It was a fun character. Um, yeah, I really liked her. She was Tim Drake's girlfriend. She was a oh, villain. Yeah. Um, he kind of took her under her wings. She became Robin at a, at one point. Only I didn't. I I don't know. I I don't know why I really like that character. Probably because I like Tim Drake a lot, and it's like, hey, I love if, Tim Drake, if Tim yeah. likes her, I I, I <laughs> I'm down. Yes. Um, I didn't like that when they did the whole reboot of the DC universe that she was not even there. Mm -hmm. That really? was kind of irritating because they're like, hey, you know what? Uh, Barbara Gordon is Batgirl. She's not paralyzed. She's Batgirl. Stephanie Brown's just not a thing. I'm like, no. 
Hmm. It's horseshit. It's, she was a lot of fun. It's horseshit. But I, yeah, I liked Stephanie Brown. I thought I thought uh, Batman gave her kind of a lot of shit. Well, oh yeah, he put know. her through hell. Yeah, she but, deserved uh, better. I love her look. I love the Robin the, look. The, no, I love the spoiler. I love the spoiler costume. The, 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 the purple was good. and black That's spoiler costume. One. Which one came first, spoiler or Huntress? Spoiler here. Let me let me go through the oh, first appearance. Spoiler or Huntress? Spoiler I think was Huntress in... was before. Oh, Huntress is way before. Yeah, Huntress. Uh, is, spoiler yeah. was in Detective Six Forty Seven. Yeah, was the first appearance of Stephanie. Detective Six Forty Eight was the first appearance of Spoiler. That's when you find out she was Spoiler. Mm. Um, Robin 126 was her first appearance of Robin, and then she got her own Batgirl series when she became Batgirl. And her Batgirl costume wasn't bad either. Yeah. I don't know if it's as good as Cassandra's. I like Cassandra's Batgirl costume. Oh, Cassandra's good. Yeah. They did her dirty <sighs> in the uh, Harley Quinn this movie. Is... Oh, my God. He got so angry. <laughs> he got yeah. so angry. Well, that's just, that's just ridiculous. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> Just, he is really uh, upset. Just ridiculous. Fuck you, DC. Uh, God damn you, DC. <laughs> uh, my number three is a fun character whose name is even more fun to say, and it's Mr. Mixius Pitalik. I was wondering if Superman. you were going to go with this. He's a way underrated character because of his power set. He's like infinitely powerful. And it's like, I mean, people have done a couple storylines. They did like Emperor Joker and stuff where he kind of like rewrites the, mm. the universe and shit. But like not many people have really done much with him considering like how much power he has. He's he's probably Superman's most powerful villain or at least right there towards the top. You know, he's an imp from the fifth dimension, but he can basically snap anything into or out of reality that he wants to. He can do whatever he wants. He's all powerful, basically. Maybe that's um, why he's not the best villain is because if he can do anything, you can't write him well. Maybe. But when you get him and Batmite together, watch the oh, yeah. fuck out. <laughs> but he's a very, it's a very, <laughs> do they ever get together? it's a very goofy go, concept. You know, this idea that like, I, I love the idea of giving all the power to this guy that doesn't really have any evil desire to do anything with it. Like his whole thing is just fun to play with superman because he's fun like yeah it, toy. It, it wouldn't be nearly as interesting to make a guy that's like evil to the core all powerful that wanted to destroy the universe and just boom he just does it that wouldn't be nearly as fun like it's much more fun to watch a guy that like really doesn't have any bad intentions really in the grand scheme of things it's more just like he wants to play with superman mm. and like you got to get him to say his name backwards and then he'll go away and shit but um it's a very old like how campy idea, but I really like Mr. Mix's Pitlick. And when he shows up from time to time, I have it's to always admit, fun. He showed up in the Young Justice, the one mm-hmm. that uh, I really liked. And it was probably my first time, because I never read Superman when I was reading comics. Mm-hmm. Young Justice was probably the first time I really delved into that. And it is just a, a relaxing kind of character. Like, it's fun. It, it, you just, you know, if you were to play just as much as would you would Superman see it more as a challenge or actually an enjoyable confrontation? Mm. You know what I mean? Like exactly. you could kind the of the challenge enjoy for it. Superman comes down to how can I get him to say his name? Basically, like <laughs> like he's the most he's probably the most powerful Superman villain, but he's probably like the least dangerous. He's more of a headache to Superman. Yeah, he's he's a, yeah. he's a pain. But he's an aggravation. See, but I can see now what you're saying. Think of that story where he enjoys the challenge just as much as whatever his name because i'm not even gonna try to say it mr mixia spitlick yeah so i could just see how much fun you could have with that but yeah so yeah i love him i and again i love his design i love the little bowler hat and shit yeah. 
it's just it, it, I don't know. It's funny. Um, and there's been some great storylines. Alan Moore did the whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow storyline, where he's kind of the, the the big big antagonist at the end of that. And um, during Rebirth, uh, Peter Tomasi and uh, Patrick Gleason did the Superman Reborn storyline where he was at the center of that as well so i mean that there's been some great storylines with him in it but i would love to see him more so instead of just another brainiac story another lex luther story you know when you're when you're writing superman it's like oh let's use toy man more let's use mr mixie spitlick more let's use parasites more let's use some of these other characters that you know they're not really deep dive characters i mean people know who they are but they're just not you know yeah you know it's not doomsday again you know like, <laughs> they don't not, always need a doomsday it's not like. mongol well, doomsday, again like when i was reading doomsday should have been a one and done i was reading comics when they killed superman off and the fact that they just bring in this character i'm like i i not being the biggest superman fan i, I mean as far as the comics go i love the movies i felt that bringing in a new character to kill superman off was just stupid like well, let's have lex luther do this let's do it right mm-hmm. now we're gonna bring in this bony beast thing and hey kill him it's doomsday doomsday, doomsday. doomsday. Mary, what's your number two number two <laughs> numero dos you have to look at your list <laughs> I did. I she I has forgot. an extra one on her list now yeah. i did i forgot um dr fate i feel like he doesn't get enough love i don't know nearly enough about this character because i feel like there hasn't there hasn't been a lot written about him right mm-hmm. yeah i couldn't tell you a couple short-lived i couldn't tell you anything about Dr. fate really yeah he's, yeah he's got a couple short-lived i do know his helmet showed up in the constantine tv show because i remember that sitting on the table like, yeah. oh, and yeah, they did they did dr fate in they did dr fate they in did him. um did it, young justice they what? talked about uh somebody to go was it oh, Dr. He's, fate? He's, a, he's a big part of yeah. Young justice because uh, Zatara, Zatanna's dad, has yes. to give up his. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's so. what it was. I I remember that, and I do remember like they did a six part series, and I remember I read that. But yeah, you're right. He does not show up a lot. He hasn't gotten a lot of love, and I feel like he's very powerful. And I feel like it's really interesting that the helmet is the one. Like the helmet has his own the personality. Is, yeah. yeah. It, it's the the god, whatever. It's a it great is. action figure too. I, 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 He's got a great look. I love Doctor. I forget look. what's what the helmet is like. What the name like the off? god that talks oh, to so. the person wearing the helmet. You know, I always forget the name. Helmet head. Or or I'm just completely see. That's helmet the thing head. is that he's so he's so underrated that I don't know enough about him that I can't speak clearly enough. Look at that pose I struck with that thing. That's, that's awesome. pretty impressive. Yeah. And he's standing real nice. <laughs> but that's Doctor Fate. That's and, and he's an old character too, which makes him really yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, he's been too. around he's, for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, he's part of the I original JSA and stuff. Some of it's really hard too. Now, yeah. uh, Naboo is the Naboo is the helm. The, That's the where helmet. Uh, Princess yeah. uh, Amidala from. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think now it's really hard because it's not that his costumes can't be by any means, but it's kind of. Don't kinda... you dare say anything about his costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's kind of hard Don't now with... Dare. Look at him. He could be an X-Man. Well, it's hard to show <laughs> emotions with the, you know, the helmet and how do you do that. And I don't know. I, I but like that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing with Dr. Faye is that you he has the helmet. Know. You don't you don't see the emotion because he's a he's an emo, he's an emotionless god. All right. 
And he's another one of those two where I kind of wonder sometimes if they don't use him as much because people just go, oh, he's just DC's Doctor Strange. Kind Ah, of a a sorcerer of the... I would consider him a little different. Right? Well, I mean, he's a sorcerer of the dark. He has a bit. Of, he's. I think he's a mixture of Doctor Strange and Moon Knight. That's fair. Yeah, I would agree. He doesn't have the smart mouth of Moon Knight, though. But Moon Knight's that whole Egyptian god thing. God of the moon. Konshu. Konshu. Aaron, you're number two. Number two. I was trying to get prepared, but uh, it's not like. Okay, so it's probably maybe not very, but... Um, is it Jonah it, Hex? Jonah it's Hex a Hex? Zantana. Mm. Oh, Zatanna. Oh, and that is a beautiful cover. Yeah, it was actually... Why didn't I bring she... down like my five Kyle Rayner action figures? And I was like, <laughs> look at these guys. He's, he's, a ta- he's using his action figures. So <sighs> when... Uh, to be honest, amazing. I have never really... Back in the day, never read any of this stuff and again it's when a cover goes woo when you start going oh my god that's kind of pretty and so you order it and then there's paul dini involved and so holy shit it's a very interesting character if you read up on her she's got a shitload of power she's another one that was really close to being right and i think one of the reasons i actually enjoyed another one great look too yeah amazing look she's kicks ass but i think interesting enough is i she was in the Vertigo series of the Books of Magic and Neil Gaiman's mm-hmm. work because of the magic part. And so it was kind of fun to see how she cropped up in things. But she's been around for a while. And I really enjoyed the fact when Paul Dini took her and, you know, it was just a lot of fun. And she's a gorgeous character, very fascinating. I just don't know if, unfortunately, here I am. It's a pretty cover. She looks really pretty, right? Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily. She's great the most... in Batman the Animated Series when she shows up there as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I um, feel kind of bad because her and Constantine forever together. Yeah, I just have this. <laughs> I have this that thing about. A lot of I, off. Yes. I love that. It, <laughs> I like when, it. When, I ship when, it. When Jeff Lemire was writing Justice League Dark for the New Fifty Two, that's when I really fell in love with Zatanna because she's she's really great in that series. And yeah, a lot of the old school Vertigo fans. Hated the uh, the romance between romance? yeah they because during New Fifty Two they brought mm. Constantine over to the main DC continuity. She was basically. the one that like taught him magic. Where that right there, I was like done. No, nope, they didn't. No, they didn't done. do that. She didn't teach him magic. Yeah. No, she didn't. Yeah, no, she I, didn't. I read that shit, dude. I, I did oh, too. Oh man, he told <laughs> Constantine learned magic from a guy named Nick Necro. Nick Necro. Yeah, mm. but he da- he dates Satana. I don't know. There was All something that, that is... irritated me. I, feel I, I liked it, but I also wasn't a, a Constantine fan from back in the day. Was, nah. That wasn't like a blasphemous thing of that contradicts a previous love of mine. It was Same. like, oh, okay. So again, and I Matt think Ryan is Constantine forever. It yes. doesn't make you sense. I get that. I get they're in the same kind of series, but I think uh, it is it is really rough to be a female comic book lover because the artwork's beautiful. She's beautiful. But the character in itself is not just that. I think there's complexity, and it's kind of hard when you have, like, here's me going, look at that cover, though. I mean, you couldn't avoid it, but when you read it, you found out there was more complexity behind it. She's not just a half-naked girl in fishnets. Exactly, right? It's so hard to say. I'm like, oh, my God, it (laughs) was a great book. Everything about it, they just did really well. This is one of those things where it's like you want to be – 
on the other side that's like, yeah, you know, we don't always need to demean the, 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 the female I'm characters. Like, oh. But the problem with that is in the new 52 during Justice League Dark, they kind of gave her a new look where they gave her like fishnet sleeves on her arms and like a corset. And you missed the top hat look for her. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh man, this look is a lot more dignifying to her, I guess. It wasn't necessarily as revealing, but it wasn't as iconic either. Like her in the tuxedo top with the fishnets and the and the top hat and everything was everything like, was that's bad. that's her look. And it's like, oh, I just don't. It's I like to fuck with that sucks so bad. Paul Dini is just a, an artist in and of itself. So, but. Santana, if you have a chance, it was a Zantana. Zantana. It's not Zantana. My God, guys! I think you're mistaking her with Santana. Carlos Santana. (laughs) No, I just I see the A and I stress it. I always said Zatana is how I always say. You can say Zatana. I guess it doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah, that's right, guys. Yeah. Captain Metropolis. No, I didn't. Okay. Captain Metropolis. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Oh, Metro- uh, plus, I've always found her fun when she shows up in any book because I always try to read her spells backwards yes, to see what right? she's saying. <laughs> you know, like the, the, whoever came up with that idea, that was a good idea. Like having her, oh, her see, speaking that, backwards yeah, to, okay. when she casts her spells. I, I don't know. I find that fun. That irritates me and the demon. Which actually should have been Etrigan? on my goddamn oh, yeah. list. Etrigan's a great character. I hate his rhyming bullshit. Jason Blood. Um, I, I like when they took that away from him. I'm like, oh, oh thank no. you, God. No, the rhyming is awesome. <laughs> Mary, I, defend me here. What? <laughs> Ky- oh, Kylie, well, de- Kylie doesn't like the Etrigan speaks in rhyme. Why it, don't you like that? It's just, I think it's I very endearing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I like it. This is why DC I'm fails. speaking in rhyme oh, to him way too much. <laughs> is it a little juvenile? Sure. I don't know. I, don't, I was asking. I don't, I don't know. It just bothers me. Okay. These are comic book characters me. we're talking about. <laughs> hey, he's serious. Funny book or comic book? That's right. Oh, <laughs> Sunday Alice. Funny. It's DC. So it's number, your number two? two. My number two is the one that was created by Denny O'Neill and Joe Casada. Oh, oh, Lord. Uh, Azrael. Oh. I was uh, not just not Den- just any Azrael. Denny O'Neill create Azrael? Yeah. Um, I knew it was Joe Casada. I thought it was Chuck Dixon and Joe Casada. No. no? Oh, the John Paul Valley. Astral, okay. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That character, I really. Don't. My favorite story about Azriel is when Joe Casella talks about designing that fucking costume and how it was supposed to be a joke because he's like, this was during the image boom and everybody, w- all the kids were flocking to the stores to buy like Spawn and buy like mm. whatever <laughs> nonsense Rob Liefeld was putting out with like the giant shoulders yeah. and spikes. He goes, let's create like a, a ridiculous looking Batman. So you're like, look, this isn't what you want. And people are like, this is awesome. And they're like, no, no, you weren't supposed to like this. I was there. I was one of them. Because <laughs> when um, you look at that costume, it's ridiculous. It is. It's um, like, no. I really liked um, when he, when Batman kind of took him under his wing and of oh, course, he took over when Bane broke his back. Yeah, yeah. And I like how he just kept upgrading. Should have been suit. Dick Grayson, but yeah. Oh, of course. And that that yeah, he, they did they did Still Dick dirty there. But, uh, <laughs> oh, um, the, the dirty Dick. Um, <laughs> I just liked how he just he just upgraded that costume. He had like the fucking flames, oh, and the, the shooting, it's the so blades. Ridiculous. And, oh, it's, it's, it's just cool. So good. It's really cool. It's a great oh, yeah. action figure too. Oh yeah, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I've always liked Asriel. John Paul John Paul Valley's uh to the point like they brought they brought Azrael back I can't remember when but I was talking to Alex at work I'm like oh is this they brought him back is mm-hmm. it he's like oh it's it's not John Paul Valley it's 
I can't remember who it was. I'm like, oh, well, then I don't care. He was on, like, Justice League Odyssey for some reason or something like that. I think that Justice League Space huh, really? Team or something. Yeah. That's odd. And it was Asriel. <laughs> I don't know if it was Jean-Paul Valley, but I know it was Asriel. And I was like, okay. I didn't that's that one of those book. characters that it's been different people that have, yeah. have, have been. Nothing's going to beat that to that 90s one. Though. Yeah. The Nightfall Night Quest. That, that, uh, stuff. that costume, man. It's undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> As, as much parody as it is. I still remember when that book came out. I did buy it. And it's a look you'll never forget. It's you know? fun. It's one of those things like Electric Blue Superman or something. It's like you'll yeah. never you'll never oh, forget yeah. it. <laughs> for better or worse. Uh, uh, my number two is... Number two. Number two is another Superman villain. Um, this is this is one of the characters that actually was like... One of the the ideas that made me want to do this list was a character like this because we we brought her up in a previous podcast and it's Livewire. Um, She was created for Superman the animated series and they've brought her over to the comics a couple times, but they've never really done anything with her. And and in the animated series, she's great. She's like a shock jock DJ that hates Superman. She's just one of those that's like, you know, why is Superman so great? Everywhere he goes, people just think he's the greatest thing. And, you know, what about this? And what about that? You know, just on the radio every day. And she wants to have this music festival. And it's really bad weather. They try to get her to cancel it. She won't. And she's out on stage and she gets struck by lightning. And her hair turns blue and she turns all white and everything. I think the Bruce Tim design for her is incredible. I, I, I think it's just a very good look. And I don't know if it's ever translated as well to like just regular DC comics as well as it. She looks in the stuff, animated yeah. show. But um, yeah, she's one of those characters. Every once in a while, someone will pull her out of the chest for a minute. It's like, yeah, let's do something with Livewire. And I always get excited <laughs> when I see her show up. I'm like, yeah. It's like, that's one of those things. Like, I'm not a writer by any means, but. If I ever was a writer and got to write Superman, I'm like, I'm doing something with Livewire. Like, I'm going to fucking do something with this character because she's cool. Like, I don't know. Plus, it's a it's a different power set than villains of Superman have, you know, like electricity and stuff. Like, I mean, I guess it's kind of like Parasite, but different, you know. And they did a great episode in the anime series where her and Parasite team up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, f- I find her really cool. I think the idea of Superman fighting a chick that shoots lightning out of her hands and shit's pretty badass. Remember the Royal Flush Gang? Oh, yeah. I love the Royal Flush Gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially because she can, like, power herself up, too. You know, she can yeah. grab, like, anything and absorb the electricity out of shit and, you know, super herself up and shit. Yeah, I like Livewire. Mary? Yeah. You're number one. Number one. Number Hi. one. Sing it. Nobody spoiled my number one. Number or at least one. not yet. No one spoiled anything yet, which is weird oh, that's for, true, yeah. for a, a Give top it time. list. I'm going to fuck with it. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Wow. Great pick. I'm, I'm very surprised at you, Mary. Why? Why? When you hear my number one, maybe you'll understand. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe it was just one that I just didn't think Could of. Be. I Could just be. thought thought of these really fast, um, except for uh, the one that I switched out. Um, yeah, Martian Manhunter. He's had a lot of stuff going on, but I still feel like he's really underrated. Like, people don't talk about him enough. He is so powerful and like in the supergirl show we always talk about me and tyler we always the talk new, about the new one yeah the new the one. current one yeah, yeah the current one the supergirl show he's uh, a he's a uh what's what we call it a uh, reoccurring character okay on the show. Yeah. yeah a regular yeah he's a it's regular not- and it's just like they just don't use him enough he's super powerful you don't get to know enough about him like you know a lot about him they but put themselves in a weird I still spot feel like where they people don't talk to- about him enough 
Yeah, <laughs> they, they put themselves in a shitty spot by bringing him into that show because they don't use him enough because they can't use him that much because... Number one, if you bring him in, mo- he'll just end it. Like- he's mostly CG. He's probably expensive to use. That's why he's in, he's, yeah, in, his, yeah, he's in his human form most of the time. But secondly, yeah, you you can't bring him in. Does he look good it's, CG'd? He looks yeah. for for sweet. CW. He looks yeah. pretty sweet. Um, but you can't bring him in because it's Supergirl's show, and he's way more powerful than she is. So to constantly bring him in kind of defeats the purpose of her having the show. Bring him in and then throw some flames around him. So he's like, Nyeh! that's the only thing I hate about Martian Manhunter. I'm like, fire is such a lame. Like, everyone's weakness is fire. Fire is scary. Yeah. He's not fucking Frankenstein. How about spiders? <laughs> spiders are some shit too. Superman's not. Fire doesn't. Well, he's like invulnerable, but I'm saying like most people like, <laughs> like, oh, come on, woman. The flash would burn in fire. Everyone. <laughs> well, it's, fire. it's not really the fire. It's the PTSD of the it's fire. His family. Yeah, I get, yeah. I get it. It's not even the fire. But, but that like, all came way later, though. That was because yeah. I know, which is he that was more. because somebody in the 60s was like, I don't know, give him fire. And then 20 years later, someone was like, God damn it. Now I got it. Like, is it as lame as the color yellow being? A no. Crippling thing. <laughs> but again, no, not yellow. But again, Jeff Johns had to work around that. She was like, "Fuck, I have to make that yeah. shit make sense," and he did. And he did. He, he did. did. So yeah, Martian Manhunter is a great character. Yeah, and he's another one that like everybody knows. Like most people know who he is. Yeah, talk about him but enough. Just, just they don't. Yeah. Why Mary, after the show, him. we'll have a good discussion about Martian. He actually okay. just had a solo series that didn't do real well that Steve Orlando uh, was writing. I thought I it did pretty pretty good. I don't, I don't think it finished. Oh okay. Well, I don't think it that. even finished. I didn't read it, so <laughs> I guess I'm part of the problem. But. Uh, so, yeah, Aaron, your number one, number one in an unranked list. But this you didn't is even most do your, your, your double, one. your tie, yeah. right? Is that your number one? Yeah, my number one is, is the my, double. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. It's I'm curious what it jam. is. Toast and jam. It's milk and jam. cheese. Have you ever read milk and cheese? Milk and cheese is some funny no. shit. The toast and jam is a <laughs> inside joke that me and Tyler have. <laughs> what is toast and jam? Oh, okay. Aaron, a- uh, I was going to say Aaron. Aaron, <laughs> you got this, girl. You got this. Um, It's a very odd pick, and I'm just going to go with it anyways. I think um, it, it's uh, John Constantine, but in a very particular way. Okay. So John Constantine is, is I guess, known, but for me... So for me, when I started uh, Constantine, which is actually Hellblazer, I never actually thought it's actually of John him. Constantine the Hellblazer. I never actually thought of it as Constantine. <laughs> I've always read it in Vertigo under Hellblazer, and so when I started it, I actually bypassed uh, Ennis series. That's what got me into the exactly. The so it was this whole series, and it was started with Azario, basically. And so when I came Azarello? on. Azarello. When I came on, oh, that was some was, good shit oh, yeah, Brian Azarello wrote that shit for a while, didn't he? So many people wrote Constantine. <laughs> but no, they did. But it's when Tim Bradstreet came on board with created oh, by the wizard. Yeah, yeah with Azarello. He's and a wizard. So you have to understand at the time where everybody was talking about him being a magician, and you have, I get this sense that he's maybe possibly. Um, this kind of love interest or everything about it in this particular series. And I, I, the freeze over the good intentions. Oh, this is when, he, when he's in prison. Right? Yes. The, ten, the, the good the intentions Azarello was, stuff. yeah. So anything with Azarello or Mike Carey, when he started, he actually is the one who wrote Lucifer. Warren Ellis did some good stuff with the character. I think John Constantine, you know, I love the movie. 
I love the one with um the one Keanu. Yes. The one. There you go. Mm-hmm. The one with the one. No, the one. I do. But the way they as uh can't even pronounce his name. The everybody Tons- and the artwork. I think people are really missing out if they don't take a chance and go back. And if we had freeze over that series, um, I was actually looking for that as my pick um, for our, our our read because I think it's just a darker take on a character. There is no, I don't know if he has morals in these. Like this good intention one was pretty fucked up, but it's different. He does. They're very. Far very off. far they're, away they're it's like i don't think he's the same he does what he needs to do yeah and people everyone around him gets fucked basically yeah and i don't you think... don't want to be friends with so with when you Constantine. hear about the john constantine with zatanna or you hear the john constantine scene with swamp thing and everything when these teams got together Azario, oh, oh my god it was just he was a different character so you, you bring up a good point here um and I'm surprised I didn't put this on my list because I love the Swamp Thing. But Swamp Thing and Hellblazer, their Vertigo series went 200 no issues. And nowadays, when they try to reboot these things, you're no, lucky you if can't. you get 15 issues out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. their Vertigo runs lasted Huge. years and, and years. They were I think these... publishers gave books more of a chance back then. I hope so. Nowadays, if, if they're not hitting the numbers it. they're expecting by like issue five like or done. six, they're like, You're done. pull but it. It, pull it is. I think Constantine, uh, and I say Constantine, but it wasn't. This the... Hellblazer run, you can see by the covers. So you can see where Preacher, thank you, I have a tablet here in my hands going over <laughs> it like I'm a magician. But you can see where Preacher came in with Dylan. And you can clearly tell where the the covers and everything came through. And then when this series started, the vibe changed completely. And that is where I fell in love. If you guys have a chance, this issues freeze over these ones. It's a completely and utterly dis- different Constantine. I don't think people go back and take the time to read it. Dangerous Habits is where it's at for me. Oh my god, that was such. Now it's the one that the movie pulls from the most. Right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. see, again, it's when Azario took it where it was more. I think there was the the supernatural, but it was so subsumed under As all well. of the, you know, racism storylines. Oh, yeah. no, or the yeah. freeze over was just. That, a that's damn what I liked about the Vertigo stuff. Story. You'd have these awesome writers come in and write him for quite a bit, and you'd just get these different oh. takes. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, no, this is completely different than what you would ever expect. The fun thing about Dangerous Habits compared to the movie is where the movie changes it to like he sacrifices. So now he's going to go to heaven and yeah. the devil doesn't get his soul. Basically, to fight the cancer and live, he makes all these different deals with demons mm-hmm. in the book. So when he goes to die, all the demons come for his soul and they're like, wait, no, he's mine. No, he's mine. And then they get in this battle. and They're like, OK, you're going back while we figure this shit out. And that's how he gets out of it. I don't know. If you he's guys, a con man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very much so. That, maybe that's it. Is maybe I, f- I feel the beginning and the end of Constantine are overrated in some sense. I think what's underrated is the foundational the <laughs> 112 to 178 those issues that laid the foundation like, of a character keep both slices of bread just give me the meat and the cheese. yeah it's yeah. like <laughs> I, it is it was a, a fucking 
fine book and that's, people should try good, it. Europeans will tell like you that, that it's John Constantine and that's one of the few times <laughs> where I'm like, I'd like to be wrong. I'd rather I would rather be wrong. <laughs> but I'm telling you, every every cover Tim Bradshaw did was fucking I would amazing. Ne- I could never say John Constantine. It sounds really? so well, weird to me. I say Zatanna. Zatanna. <laughs> Zatana. You, you say Zatana. I thought you said Zantana. That's I don't what know. she said. Yeah. I Zantana. say all sorts of things. She Andrea says. Wallace, Metropolis. We all know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all like, I say lots of stuff. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I say things. I say things. <laughs> what do you got, uh, baby? My number one is I'm, if, if this isn't on your list at all, I'm going to be shocked well, because you, the three of us have talked about this for years. Okay. These characters. Uh oh. Um, Mime and Marionette. Oh, because they were so we were so excited for these characters and they were so cool and they did nothing with them. Yeah, which ones were they? They were in Doomsday Doomsday Clock. Clock. They're from Doomsday Clock. They were original. I haven't read that, so I am not part of this. How dare you guys, dude? That is such a good pick. (laughs) You are horrible people. When I was when I was uh, looking this up on Wikipedia, they were pulled from Charleston characters as well. Oh, Punch and Jewel. And the antagonists for them were Captain Adam and Nightshade, which were Dr. Manhattan and Silk Spectre. Oh, great. Which is kind of cool. Absolutely. There's also the Ladybug show Miraculous. Yes. I love that show. There's a character that is like mime where they will, he'll pull like, I don't yes. know necessarily the web, but that's the, yeah. they they brought that up on the, the Wikipedia when I was. Oh, oh okay. You know. I like that. I wonder that if Jeff show. Johns <laughs> stole that or if he's even seen it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, I'm surprised that's not on. I mean, I definitely list. think if Jeff Johns has seen Ladybug and <laughs> <laughs> Noir. I don't know if he has kids. He's he my favorite. Yeah. Um, Again, <laughs> I think this goes. The reason they're more on top potential characters, I think, deals with more of the they're new inner politics of DC. I think. Jeff John's getting oh, kind of pushed yeah. out the door. DC yeah. has a lot to do because I I think he had a lot of plans for those characters, and who the hell knows when we'll ever even see them again. At if this we point. will, yeah. If we will. But so I just cool, just though. remember just reading those issues, and we were just so excited with these characters. I think it was and issues, what was going to happen? I think it was issue six was the was the origin the issue origins, for yeah. for, mm-hmm. for Marionette. And it was right there. Right? That's issue eight. Oh, is That's it? the covered issue. Oh, eight. God, I'm so sorry. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure it's issue six is the, the origin issue for, for Mary. It was definitely before eight. So, and uh, <laughs> yeah, great issue. Yeah. Holding like her dad and then the mob and everything. It was like, yeah, really good. Yeah. And just, they, I was so they, excited for these characters. They fit so seamlessly in that Watchmen universe, too. Like, you, you believe, like, oh, yeah, they, they they belong right here in this universe. And when they came over to the DC universe, they fit in well with the whole Joker stuff that was yeah. going on. It was, I, I don't know. I was excited for them. And we got to find out about the other kid, too, because she was pregnant again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and it just, just kind of fizzled out a little bit. They probably will never do anything. So, yeah, that's my number later. one. Maybe after I, I think if it was going to happen, it was going to happen with Jeff Johns, and yeah. nothing is happening with Jeff Johns at the moment. So, uh so I'm so happy that nobody spoiled my number one. Who's your number nobody one? Spoiled, no, nobody had nobody uh, had spoilers. That, there was no repeats. That's a rare. Yeah, that's yeah, rare. I don't know if that's ever happened. Actually, <laughs> I think it has. No, I no, think you're. I, right. I think there's always so. at least well, one. Not since I've been on. Your homework for the weekend is to go back and listen to all the. No, <laughs> listen. I yeah. listen to them at least twice while we're talking, and then when I edit. My number one was the first one that came to my mind for this list that it was like she was easily number one. Wonder Woman. And it's Raven. Raven, that's what I said. See, yeah. Okay, okay. So here's the thing. I 
thought of Raven, but I was like, I don't think she's underrated. I feel like a lot of people talk about her. I feel like she's had a lot of things done. But what I think untapped potential, I think of like, here's this girl. Her dad's literally the devil, right? Trigon is like the devil of the DC universe. Like her dad's the devil. The thing she has to deal with, whether she's either fighting him or a lot of times she has him entrapped inside of her mind, right? It takes all of her power to keep him within her so that and she's an empath right she has to feel everybody else's pain like i just don't think anyone's really fully given her and she's had like two different mini series and marvel marvel wolfman's wrote them both mm-hmm. and both of them i thought were like they're okay did he do those yeah. the latest ones yeah like, oh I didn't, yeah i didn't know that and and i read them both and they're all fine it's just like i'm like i don't think anyone's ever gotten this character where i think she could go I just think she's got a lot of potential. Her design is amazing. I think she's got a great look, the hood, everything. Power set's cool. You know, she can use different magic and stuff. An empath is a cool power. The whole the whole idea of like her mom was in a cult and, you know, and depending on which version you read, sometimes she was raped, sometimes she willingly summons the devil and sleeps with him, whichever you version you <laughs> prefer to to take on. She gets impregnated with the devil's child and stuff. And so this girl is trying to find her place in this world where she's kind of like in between two, you know, and she's like a child of hell, but also like she wants to be good. I don't know. I, I love the back and forth of, of her character. I, I love Raven and I such a such a Teen Titans fan anyways, but she was always my favorite of that group. Yeah. Just because I, I thought team. she was the one that had the most to her. I'm like, there's more to her. Well, did, than... was, was Wolfman one of the creators? Yeah, of the character? He, he, he okay. created her. That's why he's always been the one that's want that's he's wanted to come back and tell more stories with her. Cause I think he even he knows like there's more we could do with her. But I just don't think even he's done with her what I think somebody could do with her. And, like, and again, I'm not the writer. I don't have some pitch. I'm like, here's what you do with Raven. I just, when I look at her, I'm like, it just feels like it's just scratching the surface still. Like, there's a lot more to this character. There's a whole stuff you could do with her and being a child of hell and everything that, like, no one's done yet. Is she in yet. the new Titans TV show, the DC yes. Universe one? Okay. Yeah. And and she's played really well in there, I thought. I think the actress that plays her does, does a really good job. Mm-hmm. So... Um, they do some really good stuff with her in the original Teen Titans animated show from the early 2000s. They did some awesome stuff with her there. So I love Raven. Yep. That's, right that's on. number one. That's Raven. All right. Did anybody have any one? Well, I mean, we, there wouldn't, we didn't have any crossover. So I imagine mm. a lot of our honorable mentions were, would be one. My honorable too. mention would be the swamp thing. Definitely. That's the like, swamp. The swamp thing. Um, one of my favorite characters. I think we're talking um, about like and like we like I said earlier he he his original series lasted so, I'm mean, not the original but the Vertigo series lasted so long. I was so surprised because Mary has done so many deep dives on Flash rogue characters and Flash villains I thought for sure oh, she was yeah. gonna bust out like Pied Piper and this is why like <laughs> I thought she was gonna like bust out some of her like lesser known Flash villains and stuff but because she did her thing five minutes before we started Listen, it, it's true <laughs> but also but also. Jeff Johns just did such a good job with all of the rogues that I'm so happy. There's certainly oh, ones that we could mind, do more. Not yeah. To, in my mind, I feel like they're not <laughs> underrated. The I gliders. can read those and I can be like, <laughs> I am happy. Yeah, see, and that's what I, when you look back Fair. at some of the characters, if it answered your questions, were they really underrated? I don't know. It was so hard to choose these. And that's why I was kind of, I like the concept of, is it underrated in a 
that kind of time period. See, and I think for me, that's why Hell, Constantine, and Swamp Thing didn't pop up for me because I like those characters so much. But they're just not known. But they, yeah, they are very. I mean, people know of them, but yeah. they don't. Not, it's so surface. Yeah. They don't feel that kind of enjoyment where you see this depth of these mm. characters, and I think you can see that in a lot of the stuff of like the old school stuff, like I don't know. And is it underrated? Like, there's some amazing, like, indie stuff, like The Goon. You will never hear of The Goon unless you actually kind of roll across it. Artwork by Eric Powell, awesome. What about Elephant Man? You know, are these underrated or is it just not underrated? Underappreciated. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that's the term, right? Yeah. And, so. and sometimes it's like they know the characters. But they know him from a different version, and like, yeah, and like, uh, and like my case, a lot of people are familiar with Raven from like Teen Titans Go or something. That, like that but is... to me, I'm like, that's not Raven though. Like, right? You know yeah, because I mean? like, you hear you were talking about it being so dark, and I'm like, did they talk about that in the kids show? Because that's pretty. They very deep. much play. They're like, oh, her dad's a demon. Look, he's yeah, got horns on his head. Like, you know? I was like, damn. In and Teen Titans like, Go, they do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> you you could really do some interesting stuff with that, though. Being like yeah, your you dad could. is the devil and shit, and like, how do you deal with that? And you're forced to feel other people's pain. That's what she does. And so when I was first talking to Kyla, I was like, "So are underrated as in like Sam and Twitch from Spawn?" They they, they were ones I thought of too. But I don't know if it was I think underrated, underrated as well. or is it because they had their story. I think they story. are, and then I think of that Benda series that they he did, did, and I was it like, was, dude, they, he did it, and yeah, it was yeah. awesome. And That's what was bugging me, and like Moon Knight. But, oh, yeah, Moon, Moon, Knight's Moon, Knight, one Moon Knight was on my list very briefly, because again, yeah. the Bendis fucking series but that he did was like, amazing. But then you think about, like again, it's, it's so hard, because like, there's a Dark Horse star story called Ghost. Is that underrated Ghost. or yeah. not? Or is... Grendel underrated or not? Grendel is very underrated. Matt Wagner's stuff. I mean, Matt Wagner was. Mage. Yeah. So again, it's yeah. so hard. There's so many things. I went a little more mainstream with this one. I mean, I'm such a Teen Titans fan. There was an early version of the list where I had both Raven and Starfire both on the list. And, and I Starfire. think Starfire um, is one of those characters, though, that it's surface for me because you just see her. I mean, she's very pretty. She's a great look. Hair, but the at orange the same skin, time, the do you... Does anybody have any? That's the problem with female characters too. Is they it is those if you can draw a really kick ass character, big boobs, pretty costume. George Perez. Yes. Does that minimize the impact of the character? Cheetah, uh, mm. you know, black cat. How many kitties can we have? Uh, I like, because why not? That's true. But, I like the idea of Starfire that she's like an alien princess and stuff. And I thought she was a sex slave. I don't know how many princesses which, which, we can have and sex about? leaves. And, What's but again, yeah. I mean, at the same time, we have princes from other planets. Why not princesses? But mm -hmm. I think women are more flash in the pants, I think, than men. Just because they are uh, the um, object of the moment in there. So, For sure. Mm -hmm. Mary? Let's yeah. do some weekly picks. What are you recommending for the people this week? Ice cream man. Oh my god! Yeah. I haven't read Dude, it, but that issue this so issue cool. looks amazing. I picked up. I picked up the one that we got for the. It was wall, pretty so. fucking sweet. <laughs> It's good. Funny. It was good. I have not read it. It's all an instruction manual. It's yeah, just awesome. just the cover made me like before I put it in the bag and board to put it out. I'm like I flipped through it. I'm like, oh my fuck. Yep. 
And then when I pulled it up, we got three copies in. When I pulled it up, there was two holds. I'm like, well, I know the third one's going with me. <laughs> yeah, literally the whole thing's like step 22, do this. Step 23, do this. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, I love it. it ice Cream Man always, nice. forever it's, it's in my 19 heart. or something like that. I think it is 19. You put it away. I had it out. So, where'd you go, Tyler? Fucking shit. Try to clean up. Yeah. I thought you were the responsible man. Oh wait, he was cleaning things up. He was the responsible man. What do we have for us other than like I hate you guys so very much? Do we have anything cool like a quip? That'd be a great name for podcast. Welcome to I hate you guys so very much. That sounds like like the name of Cartman's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to you. Screw you again. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Oh, we got it. We so We just watched that one the other day where he's doing the He's doing the PewDiePie shit. Carmen Welcome to another episode of Carmen Bro. And I could totally have been like, I'm so Kyle where that was so annoying. And he just comes up with it and he keeps saying it. I love Carmen. Anyway. What's so, your pick? Oh dear lord! I, what did we do? That I worked, worked my ass off this your week. Your pick is work. No, 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 no. Work has been crazy. <laughs> work makes you money. Uh, Get that bread. Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would have to say it's been nice to go back to Brooklyn Nine Nine. Kylie and me have been throwing that on, it. and oh my god! Oh my, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, we've been watching the latest episode. What was it when they have to take the his husband and hide him in the oh the safe house episode. the safe house yeah. episode? Oh my god, epic! I I love that they have episode. To dress up as the pervert. What was it? Pizza pocket. What was it? How many things? Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Pizza pocket. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But I've been enjoying Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Me and Kylie have been snuggling up and relaxing after work. So I'm sorry. It mostly work. My pick was I, I had two comics I was going to read and I never did because I figured, hey, I want comics for a pick this week. Um, because Hannibal did pop back up on Netflix or mm-hmm. pop up on Netflix. Next um, mm-hmm. Now, I do have the huh? Blu-rays. Fuck. But um, my God, uh, Hannibal. Hannibal. I, I cannot recommend this show enough. This is in my top five all-time favorite shows. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, oh, yes. no. It is oh, epic. Yes. It's beautiful. It is... It's great. If you've read the books, I've read all the books. They go through every book except for Silence of the Lambs because they couldn't. The, the rights weren't quite yeah. there. That was that was the <laughs> one they kept wanting to do. And it's been done, you know? Well, no. The, the, way he did, the way he did these in the series, like he went through Hannibal Rising. He did Hannibal. He did Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. He, and it, it was, was so well done. I, I don't think you could say. The way they pulled this off, the actors involved, Oh, Maz Mickelson is Hannibal. Is that's is his name? Genius. Oh my it's goodness gracious! So good. He that's what he you is were saying the other day. he is uh, um, Jin. Is it Jin from Rogue One? Jin is the girl. Yeah. So her father, okay. the guy who created Death Star, that is Hannibal. Oh, oh. that's where I recognized yes. him from. Oh, he's a badass. Okay, I was like, I, was like, I don't think he's Jin. Kind of. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I can never remember his name. But he, I guess the one thing about Hannibal that threw me, Kylie started watching it, and then he got me into it, and then oh my god, my mom and my sister started again. It was it was epic. And when it first came out, 
you have these amazing actors. Uh, Jizzle Jizzle Fizzle Fizzy? Jizzle Fizzle Fizzy. The chick. Jillian Anderson's in it. Oh my God. I like Jizzle Fizzle Fizzy. Jizzle Fizzle Fizzy. She's Um, a. Morpheus. Morpheus. Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne, his wife. Yes. From Fire. Oh my God. From Firefly. Oh. God, what is her name? I'm going to forget it. She's. Zoe is what I call her, but that's Firefly. She's beautiful. Um. But it's so dark and Eddie so, Izzard, amazing. Oh, mother, I love Eddie Izzard. Mother, mother, I love him. But it but is the, a the fun thing about watching that is if you've read the books and they're talking about like the the Minnesota Shrike and they're and you're like, hey, that that's Hannibal. They're talking about oh, him. That's him. He is devious. I have to admit though, there are a few. So you see these very dark television shows, right? Like NCIS and. All of these kind of, um, I don't know, these horror things. And you go through and there's no bloopers. And I I, I don't bloopers. know. And sir, but that's one thing I love about Hannibal. For some reason, they weren't afraid to put bloopers at all. And they are freaking hilarious. And maybe that is where I gauge it, where these people... They can put out a damn good show, but they really save the bloopers, and they are freaking hilarious to see these, you know, Lawrence Fishburne. There's one where the whole, like, they were trying to do this track rail, and the whole camera, I don't know how much money they cost, but the whole thing went over the side. Everything about this show is brilliant, and if you guys have a chance. There's a few episodes that were even racy that you're, like, I think most of it. Like, like I was telling Mary, the next episode she's going to watch is like, it's, it's some Which graphic. One is she it's watch? the angels. The guy who has the tumor. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Yeah, it's... There is some, like, I'm shocked. There were moments where we would go into work back in the day when I was in pediatrics. The gal I was working with, I was shocked. She was like a mother of three. And we would come in and all of us would compare notes. And here you have this older woman who is clearly up for a tire going i just can't believe they would do that and i was like i'm shocked you're watching this it was extremely mm-hmm. it, it was a show um that's awesome I, I'll, I I'll try to be quick about this because I, I go off on my pick of the week sometime um it was a show when it was airing that i decided i wasn't going to watch because i figured i've seen anthony hopkins you're, you're not getting better than this you you do mads mickelson mm-hmm. blows anthony hopkins out of the fucking water um, but Al uh, from Night Flight was like, this is a Kylie show. How are you not watching this show? Um, I happened to be, I think it was at Target, and mm-hmm. I saw the first season had come out on Blu-ray, and it was fairly cheap. So I'm like, yeah. I'll pick it up, because Al's been telling me, this you know, this is my thing. Well we binged that in oh, a couple we were, of days. It was like and we, I was I was hooked. It was It was so good. Amazing. It's really good. To so the fun. point that the, the first podcast I was on, I found like a good price on Amazon where I could get the, cause I kept telling these guys, you need to watch the show. You need to watch the mm. show. No one was watching the show. So i came in and I gave everybody their season one. Like, okay, you have no excuse now. You need to watch this. Yeah. Show. That, that is, that is how home. much I love this show. And my it sister awesome. who loves walking, we got her hooked so quick. We, she borrowed all of ours. My mom loved it. It's just dark and beautiful. And beautiful. It's yeah. Dark. And it's not right. And you feel for the characters and you're waiting for the... Because you know Hannibal. You know how it turns out. The uh, the female, uh, 
Al- Alina? Alina? Is that her name? I don't know. Uh, the female psychiatrist. Okay. Yeah. Um, she was up about. back when they were ca- going to cast Wonder Woman. She was she was on the list there for a while. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you and me both. I'm like. I so can I'm like. See I that. watched. The, I'm watching. We're doing the rewatch now. I'm like. Yeah. I could see her as Wonder Woman. Oh my god. And Eddie Izzard. And holy shit. He's yeah. amazing. All right, Tyler. What's your? Pick? Sorry, Tyler. Um, the Flash this week. I think it was issue seven fifty five. I want to say. Um, Joshua Williamson is kind of heading towards. He's got one story arc left. Before he's at almost five years. Seven hundred and fifty-five. Yeah, yeah, seven fifty-five. Uh, did they re? Did they, they bring they back did. numbers? Oh, I hate okay. that so much because I was like, what? Because, was it seven fifty? Yeah, they should did the stick with he the did, numbers. Like, he did like eighty-four, eighty-five, and then it went to seven fifty. Yeah. I hate that so fucking so much. So if they because they wanted to do the anniversary issue. Yeah, so they've we done were this talking with, about this. They just did this with Wonder Woman. I has think anybody, they changed the number yeah, on Wonder Woman? So have much. they? Has anybody been? I'm assuming some really amazing person has figured out consistent numbers across the board. Like what DC, they DC, it's not terribly mm. difficult marvel at, is a fucking mess at least like when action and detective did it they did it um at the beginning of a run right like mm. when the new 52 mm. ended and they launched with rebirth like they did like at the start of new 52 it went to action comics number one again which mm-hmm. was a stupid decision yes but yes, they, they should just kept it from the beginning but at least they, they didn't like in the middle of somebody's run of Grant Morrison's action comics run, just go back to the traditional one. Like they waited till that run was over. So when we launched DC Rebirth, we're gonna go back and it started like nine fifty two or whatever it was. Like, so they could like, actually they, they, track not it. in the middle of Joshua Williamson. Like, oh, I got eighty five issues of my Flash run. Eighty, it goes eighty three, eighty four, eighty five, seven fifty. Yeah. Like, I hate that so fucking yeah. much, dude. Like, ugh. yeah. For, but anyway, in, 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 <laughs> in an industry that is so hell bent on the next number one issue the fact that they do Make that them just ir- pick is one of really the other, irritating like, yeah. if you want the history yeah. cool take the history yeah. have your big number have action comics 10 1045 or whatever the fuck you're on would it really change your opinion guys if you if you had issue the most boring issue 821 versus if they flipped it it would be you know what i mean like if they change the number would the number really matter to it you it just fucks with that collector's mentality yeah. in your and brain i mean marvel of your, one of your point, long box you know marvel at one point tried to do those legacy numbers where you had both numbers they're still like, doing just, that. do they still do that uh, really uh, this is how I, this is how far away i am from the big two at this point i'm like i just don't pay attention to yeah them. they're, See, they're, they're still doing that I don't so know like on spider-man it it'll say like issue 42 and then underneath it'll say like 840 Forty-five. Uh, I think it pissed one. me off with uh, yeah, the crossovers, uh, in the sense of numbering. Like, how do you find the numbers, and then with crossovers, you change it. But I am truly interested to see. You know, here's this writer. It doesn't change the writing. Sure. But no, it, changed it, it, the it, it number, doesn't change the right? quality of the book itself. Yeah. It just, it just sucks that it's like. It, it it would have been nice if like Josh Williamson was like I'm gonna have a hundred issues of the Flash from one to one hundred now like they is there an article it on that so I would be interesting to see what he but he's say. got all the pieces in in place for his last story arc he's got like five or six issues left and then he's off the book and I've been that's the only he's the only writer is he from, like a well Jeff Johns did do the Flash so is he sure. is it is it up there with the Jeff Johns type of a story I would think so because it's been four or five years but it's been double shipping the whole time so you, you oh, look okay. at it's basically like eight he's years done a shitload okay. yeah I mean he's we're it's about a hundred issues Has it's he gonna maintained? be about a hundred issues yeah and he's the only writer 
from the launch of DC Rebirth that's still on, you know, when DC Rebirth, it was like, Tomasi's on Superman and Tom King's on Batman, Williamson's on Flash, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. He's he's still on Flash, you know, from four and a half years. Who started up with the new 52? Uh, Francis Manipal. Manipal, that's right, that's right. And so, yeah, it looks like it's going to be an awesome finale. I'm excited to see how he ends it. It looks like it's going to be a very thawne centric reverse flash thing where it's like that's the way if you're gonna go out go out like do, do it do it right. bring the reverse flash in anytime he shows up in the flash it's like and williamson's been really good this is only like the second story arc of his whole hundred issues thing where he even really kind of shows up because the reverse flash is such a good character it's like but you can't overuse it yeah. you really it's like is it the- they, they did one story arc and like issues like 20 through like 24, 25, where they dealt with the reverse flash. And then he hasn't shown back up since then. So to bring him back in at the end, I'm like, okay, let's end this thing right. Everything's in place. I- so I'm sure he's going to nail it. Is it kind of like when great. writers, are they retiring in a sense? So is he retiring from the flash? I think, I think it's, it, I mean, not retire. I wouldn't say retiring, but it's kind of like, here's my final word. He's going to move on to something. Yeah. Else. Here's so, kind of my doesn't final mean he word. won't come back. Maybe so it's as like a, graduating college. So yeah. as writers, I'm just trying to figure out, like in my mind's eye, I remember when these issues would, and I put this in parentheses end, right? Like we know they ended, but who's coming up? behind him and the story arc that this was going to be my question is it are, i'm sure being who you are you will at least try it out yeah um who's coming like up, for yeah? me when jeff johns left green lantern and i read that final mm-hmm. big issue the way he wrapped it up and went into the future and showed where everyone was i didn't need anything. it was a perfect ending, i needed yeah. nothing right. after that so how did uh, i'll, I'll do probably think... I'll, i think i'm gonna t- it, it would have to be some writer that like blew me away just i, I think i'll probably take a break from flash just because I've read it for the, the <laughs> whole hundred issues, we're like, okay, I think I'm gonna like go try something else well, now. Bendis you know, goes on the Flash. Well, no, uh, what I no ser- <laughs> ser- ser- seriously, what back? I'm thinking, all jokes aside, Williamson's you know nearing the end. Talk about Bendis nearing the end on Superman. I'm like, ooh, like is Williamson gonna do Superman after this? Like, mm-hmm. I'd be down for that. Like, I- I'll follow Williamson over there. So do we really not know who's picking up? I'm curious now. Do we not know who's picking up the storyline for Flash? No, they haven't announced who's taking over yet. So is this it's their... So we still got a couple... Yeah, I got a couple So is this their kind of concept They may not of... have somebody yet. Sometimes they don't have somebody. Yeah. Sometimes after a long run, somebody will come in and just do like a story arc before they find like the next oh, guy to come so in. So it could be just a it few It could be a fill-in, fill yeah. So they may not even have their next guy for the Flash yet, but Williamson. Do you know how much has been great that would for? Be? I, I've said this a couple oh, times. Gosh. The two best Flash runs I think ever are the Mark Wade run and the mm. Jeff Johns run, which both feature Wally. Right, Wally was the Flash. I think Williamson has probably put together the best like Barry Allen Flash run, like a long sustained run of Barry Allen maybe ever. So that's I think it's great. So. Yeah. That's my weekly pick. That would be scary. I would think the pressure to kind of keep going that vibe, but does it make you kind of feel bad as a, a fan of the the comic that you would be able to drop it so easily if the writer, the next yes. team? Two words for you with Batman, Grant Morrison. Oh, with Tyler, right. <laughs> All right, whatever Kyle, his name right. is, Bendis. What's his name? Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Three words, Brian Michael Bendis for Tyler. Well, wait, has he really been that bad, Kylie? I love my Brian Michael Bendis. I I quit reading him when he moved to DC. Is he I gone read, really? Naomi. I read Naomi. Naomi was awesome. 
I'll, I'll give you that. It's also co-written by David F. Walker, hey, so I'm not. We're not talking about him. We're I'm not giving Bendis full credit for that. <laughs> so, dude, is it? Do you think it's the DC universe? Yeah, for me, it is. I don't care. No, about the DC that that, that that's a cop. I th- I just don't. No, I meant is it him as a writer can't flow with the DC universe? I just don't think he's a good fit for Superman. That's all. I don't think. Oh, he. I don't think it's. I don't think his Superman run is badly written. Like, oh, this is written by a is hack or something. I just don't like is the he direction a cop he's story? went. Well, it's like reading i like kevin smith but I, I, when i read his batman stuff it's sucks kevin smith writing batman that's that's how oh, i would I describe see. it okay it's not horrible but it is kevin smith writing a batman story it's not like when you read guardian devil where you're like holy shit this is really okay but it's good yeah you know when hmm. you can see i can see what you're saying because azario when he was writing batman it Who? wasn't Shut up. Am I saying his name Azarella. wrong? Azarella. Brian Azarella. <laughs> if you're out there, Brian, I'm so sorry. There's so many Brians, but... As... Michael Bendis. What was it? Uh, uh, there's another one who I would pronounce the name incorrectly. It was pretty big. Captain Metropolis. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I feel kind of... Uh, I liked him in the DC. I loved his crime stories. It'd be interesting. I've never thought of him doing Superman. So trust me, you don't want to. Has it been that? But you keep Tyler reading, really it, right? Didn't like no, it. no, he dropped. He quit it. reading Superman. Yeah, All right, you're right because there is so, those moments with just Batman. like I quit reading Batman because of fucking Grant. Oh my god, it was so time bad. flies almost as fast as Superman. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh, next week is creator focus on Greg Rucka. Oh shit, I need to. Oh notes. man, I love him. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna so, flip a coin to what I'm gonna read. See there. if with the responsible men we show up. He, yeah. he did white out right listen i will also be responsible because i'll be doing notes the only one who won't be responsible is aaron yes you'll be you'll be hitting you'll be hitting print on the wikipedia page congratulations i copy and paste something she She takes it from wikipedia to word she does she self-edits okay god guys i change things to my own words a lot of times. In your own words, describe this. And don't give her words. really hard names because she won't pronounce <laughs> them me. right. God. Don't give me hard names in other countries. I can't say them. Oh my God, them. that was the best. I can't uh, say them. I'll I'm never excited. be able to Greg say them. Rucka, man. Let us know what your guys' top five under it. Is there one that we didn't mention that right now? You're like, how the fuck did you not mention would, the blue beetle? I may raise like I don't know somebody like <laughs> when I searched online, I was shocked about how many things popped up. So I would truly there, be curious. I, see, that's that's how I tried there, to get the ball be, rolling for me. Yeah. Was I I typed it in and the the ones that were coming up, I'm like. These are not underrated characters at yeah. all. What are yeah. you talking about? These were like B-list characters. Yeah, like, like, ah, well, that's... yeah, okay. So there were some where you're like, dude, really? That, you know what's uh, weird is Iron Man could have been on this list at one point. At one point. Well, like, definitely. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how far that, that character's seen, come from. Uh, in oh, some yeah. of the lists that I had seen, Black Panther was on the list. <gasps> you saw that and one? I, was I saw like, one too. Yeah, I think it was a screen rant list. It was I, a screen I, rant or IGN? I think it was a timing, right? Because at one point in time, Black... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all about... I mean... A year and a half I ago, Black Panther could have easily been Black on this Panther list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out. No, he was... Pre-February of 2019, mm-hmm. he could have easily been on this list. And yeah. again, I just think maybe that's it, is a, a piece of history with, you know, people you visualize it, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't see what was those moments in time that someone put effort into, no one looks at because of either A, this point, or this point. But... At one point, you probably could have put Thanos on the list. You know? I wouldn't have even known who he was without the movie. So 
There you go. <gasps> Next week we're talking about Greg Rucka. I also Kyle, did you guys do Nerd Dome this week? Yeah. <laughs> oh Funny my story about Nerd Dome. Oh god. We did it. And at the very end, my uh, they lost my audio tracks. So, oh, I saw you post about that. Yeah. So, so the uh, title of the episode is the the ghost, ghost of Kylie, Kylie yeah. the ghost of Kylie episode. Could you kind of hear you? But no, not... no, there's oh. no. So my tracks quiet? are not there. Oh yeah, it's yeah. gone. So did they so, keep so, the, they just kept the silence in. Yeah, Luke. I don't think Luke edits anything. So <laughs> I think he just throws it up. So like, what did you think about Kylie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is gone. <laughs> that would be so it annoying. Um, like whole, so, like, so the best thing was last like, night. I, I'm like, okay, the thing. Imagine are... if we did that for weekly picks. It'd be oh like, oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. Twenty minutes of silence. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Thank I try you. to keep them to a minimum, but it's so um, good. But uh, at the end, he's like, "Dude, I, I don't have your audio tracks." And I went, I went back in. I'm like, and hit the buttons because it, it, it kept cutting out. I think our internet was just. Crappy, yeah. And there, so there were. I oh, had three. You did over, I had three like, Skype or something. Yeah, I had three different tracks, and I hit the things, and it went to the cloud. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, dude, they're they're in the cloud now. You can get them. And then the next this morning, the, when he posts it, he's like, dude, I still don't have Kylie's tracks, and I'm like, shit. So someone said, I think you can still log in and save them to your phone because I'm like, they went to the cloud. The cloud, goddammit. it. The, the cloud. cloud. The cloud. <laughs> and uh, so they're like, I think you can still save them and send them to him. I'm like, sweet. So I'm in the process of going there and I'm like, oh, cool. I can save these. Mm-hmm. And like on the second one I'm saving, he's like, fuck it. I've put it up they're with <laughs> without his tracks. I'm like, what? Why would you do that? <laughs> um, and then someone made the, that made the suggestion of like, we should just put his tracks up as like a bonus episode. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is horrible. We shouldn't even have done this. You should have just had some patience and waited five fucking minutes. Oh, uh, it's happening though. It's the ghost. No, of he was Kylie. on a he was on a schedule. He had to get out right. Uh, I guess, but yeah. So we talked I about schedule um, the episodes. We talked. I can't remember what we talked. about. We talked about like the moments that like in a movie. Like what what movie can you watch where there's something that will just make you cry every time like oh, you know the, i think it was just charles bitching about dc uh that, no, no we did we did talk <laughs> oh, about that the, no 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 that there, the, there was the that, curious definitely. case of benjamin button yeah really i will always okay. cry to that mine was serious? uh and the time travel mine was, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna reveal it here since no one's gonna hear my audio <laughs> mine is uh when when peter parker goes in infinity war that's, every, that's that gets one. me every time yeah that's nah. a good one that, it that is sad, but it doesn't make me cry me. every time. Oh, you're a heartless Benjamin, bitch. Benjamin Button the, always makes me cry. The always. I Love You 3000 from, from Endgame. Yeah, that, that, that's really? one. Yeah, the little hologram of him looking at his daughter and oh. shit. You're just like, oh, you well, fucker. I am like a- it, it's so brilliantly a callback to such a stupid thing from her. Like, oh. I, she says she a, loves me. I think, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on a joke that I made that no one will ever hear. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think it was Luke that said it was when Happy was talking to the daughter and about, about the cheeseburgers. That, that, that's and a good I said, one. what made what made you sad? The fact that there was no cheeseburgers at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is: It what made you cry at comic book movies, or was it anything? just anything? Just, just anything. anything. Uh, Ryan said he has never watched Toy Story three because he knows he would cry. And Inside Out, those are the two movies. He's like, I, I've Inside heard too many things. Rough. Inside Out's he's heard rough. too many things. He won't watch them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Toy Story three gets me. Yeah, that that, that the good. end of Coco. A- fuck you, Pixar, dude. That's all I know. <laughs> Pixar is a bitch for that shit. But yeah, that's we did we did it. Uh, my my audio tracks did not show up. So there's it, it's a Ooh, fucked up that's a good idea for a top five. Top five like saddest comic book movie. Oh my god, I got god. my number one. 
Boom. Yeah, he is it the he, kitty from Superman? The kitty from Superman. Yeah, you always tell me how much that cat from Earth Earth you One Superman what? makes you cry. I'm like a. I don't think I could make that list. Yeah. I don't cry that often. You sold me on that book really? on that premise. Really? Okay. okay. And that well, made you cry. No, mine has to do with the monkey. Anyway. My, my, my number one. Well, would be a not monkey. reading, but movies are. Because there's he says comic books. Okay, so we're rambling now. Yeah, we're going. Oh, I'm so sorry. This should be um. What's the all right? The Time flies almost as fast as Superman. He's Tyler. I'm Mary. She's Aaron. He's Kylie. Kylie. Rest in peace, Danny O'Neill.